What's up, guys? If you want great articles uh, by intern Aaron and producer Ian and Daydreamer Keone, check out the website at fancydaydreamers.com. I just want to explain why I was so shaky in the intro. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Was, I, was sh- I did the intro right before I did the intro, and I did it good. Right? Did it pretty well. What scared me is I forgot there's a bunny in here. There's a bunny in that, <laughs> in that back corner, right? And something went, and I was like, what Wait, the God. hell is that? Right? And I was trying to figure out what was in here, and it was, a, it was a bunny. And that's what freaked me out. And I was like, what? And it took me off my game. Well, but welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers, where I'm going to let producer Ian, who's filling in for JJ, host the rest of this podcast. No, 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 man. You, Great job, buddy. You do you. It looks like Ryan's going to be hosting today. No, I didn't say that. I just wanted to explain why I sounded so shaky, is because the Easter Bunny was here back there chilling. I forgot about him, and he scared the shit out of me. So, <laughs> Great job. Okay. As you know... uh. I'm producer Ian. I'm filling in for JJ, who is stuck in Super Mario Brothers 2, um, and he's trying to defeat Bowser, and when he's done with that, he'll join us again. So, um, that was Ryan. Um, actually, uh, I don't think Bowser is in Super Mario 2, so just, just saying. We're going to magically click mute on Keone. And you can follow me at Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. Daydreamer, shout out to you guys. Keone, everyone's doing well. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that again? Where can they follow you, Keone? Oh, you can follow the the new me, new year-ness um, by Ald Lang signing up to Twitter and following Daydreamer Keone. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. Well, it's championship week, and so let's get started with the news. Sam Darnold is officially the starting QB versus the Saints, according to Matt Rule. The USC prodigy is back. I'm back. (laughs) I think this is good for DJ Moore. We need to get that sound clip. (sighs) Okay, I'll I'll try to splice it. But yeah, this this is I think if anything, this helps uh, DJ Moore. If it does, I fully yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh, Robbie Anderson took a little bit of a hit, but yeah. Um, next piece of news: Jimmy G does not need surgery, and he could start on Sunday, but he left practice before it even started. So it sounds like he didn't even show up to practice. No, he was on the field and then just left before the practice started, so his warm up probably didn't go well. Oh, so same. that's a that's a sign that he might not start on Sunday. I've done that at work before. Just show up and be like, ah, nope, nope, it's not happening today. I got to go home. Um, Adam Thielen was placed on the IR um, after his ankle surgery. So KJ Osborne? Yeah. How's that sound for him? They're going against the Packers. I think Packers win. I think, he's, I think Kirk Cousins is going to have to pass the ball. Cook is, sorry, that's later in the news. Uh, but Jefferson, I think, will go off. KJ will do good. 
I'm not sure if I actually start him now. Flex play. Yes, flex for sure. You, yeah. Or if you play him, he's in the flex spot. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff is day-to-day with a knee strain. Me too. For him. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like he finally hit 26 when mm. your body starts to break down. Aaron. Intern Aaron knows that pain. Uh, intern Aaron hit it at like 23. <laughs> intern Aaron hit it at 17 when he sprained his ankle for the first time. <laughs> was he 18? No, 18. I'm sorry. Intern Aaron. It was, it, was his, it was senior year or something. He was in crutches and everything. It was wild. <laughs> um, Carson Wentz is officially out for Sunday's game. Because he's unvaccinated. Yep. So. so he's uh uh is this a big loss for them or mm, just ride Jonathan Taylor? I mean it might be a hit to Michael Pittman or it could be a good thing for him. Who knows? It's against it's the Raiders. Be. So it's actually does have playoff implications because the Raiders Ooh, are fighting for the spot. That's rough. The Colts are Let's fighting. Let's go Raiders. The Colts are fighting to actually have a spot as well because the Titans have a good shot at keeping the uh the division lead so that's actually a big game um anyway lamar jackson did practice on wednesday but he did so with a considerable limp so the the coach was faster than him do you think it was he couldn't be faster than the coach or do you think he was like i'm just going to ease up because it is wednesday um, I, I don't know, but from the footage I saw it, he was, he was quite slow. Like he was like shuffling almost. If you made it to a championship game and you have Lamar on your team, I will play him. You have to, you have to, if he's, if Lamar's in the game, you have to play him unless you're one of those people who takes two top level quarterbacks. Mm. Um, next one, Travis Kelsey, Dalvin Cook. Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Taysom Hill, all activated from the COVID list. Um, these are big names. These mm-hmm. are uh, these can be league winners. So if you made it to your championship week without like Travis Kelsey or Dalvin Cook, congrats, you get them back, and they are poised to have some good games. Cole Beasley, who knows? Gabriel Davis, who knows? And Taysom Hill, who knows? They're toss-ups. It's just their teams are better with them on the field, I think. Fair. Uh, Darren Waller was placed on the COVID list. That's a big loss. He was already out. I, I'm pretty sure. I have not. What's the last was, time he played? He was practicing. I don't. I think. Though. Oh, like that's the thing. Is so, like he was back from his injury potentially. Yeah. And then it's like mm, now he gets put on COVID. That's why it's a big loss because your hope. If you were able to hold out hope, uh, he he hasn't played since week twelve. I'm looking at that now. Yeah, since week twelve. But if you're holding out hope and then you're like, he's he can go, he can finally play again, and now he's officially not, it kind of sucks. But mm. yeah. Um, any other news that I'm missing? I don't think uh, so. I don't think there was any big ones besides that. So Okay, well that'll do it for our news. Let's get into some start and sit questions. So the very first one we have is Joe Burrow versus Kansas City or Lamar Jackson slash Huntley versus the Rams. So either one that starts. Give me Joe Haymaker Burrow versus Casey. Man, that's not that good of a nickname, but I'll work on it. It goes goes with Keone's (laughs) whole boxing theme. Yeah, I know. I try try to stick with him. 
Uh, like I said, if you have Lamar Jackson, I think you have to start him because he probably got you that far. I don't match. Does it, you know how, how many leagues Burrow's available in? If, uh, if Burrow's, I guess if Burrow's there, then I would pick him, pick him up and start him over him. Yeah. Because, ah, uh, man. Joe Burrow's probably not available in a lot of leagues, especially after that 500 yard showing last week. Let's look at the percentage. I'll come back to you. Okay. While you're saying that, I'm actually going to go with Joe Burrow originally. He's going against the Chiefs. The Chiefs right now are the 27th ranked defense against uh, quarterbacks. They're averaging uh, 20 20 and a half points allowed to quarterbacks. I know they're on their win streak and everything. Um, But in that win streak, they really haven't beaten anybody super impressive. Yeah, other than the Chargers, yeah. The Chargers they beat and the Cowboys they beat, but yeah, those are too. those are two quality teams. They did beat the Packers with Jordan Love. Mm, That's not impressive. They beat the Giants. Um, they beat the Raiders, who were toss up. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Raiders again, and they beat the Steelers. So, when the Chiefs go against a decent quarterback, they're actually doing they're not doing much. I mean, Justin Herbert this year dropped a twenty six and thirty eight on him. Mm. So. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow. Um, if you could pick Joe Burrow up over Lamar Jackson, then pick him up. Yes, he's but Joe Burrow's roster on 85 percent of leagues, so mm. not a good chance. So I'm gonna make it the trifecta because I gotta go with Joe Burrow because, as Miss Janet Jackson says, "What have you done for me lately?" Ooh, 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 yeah. What have you done for me lately? Ooh, 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 yeah. You know. You said it with so much emotion and vigor, just like her. I, you know, I'm I'm channeling her. Um, and as of late, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow has been killing it, specifically in his last game. You know, as he said, 500 yards, four touchdowns. We talked about it last week on the or on the last podcast. Whereas Lamar Jackson, he hasn't even played in the past few games. And Huntley was also out last week. So I kind of don't know what that situation is. It's very much up in the air, kind of have to wait till the game happens, and that's not ideal for championship week. It's probably looking like Jackson might not play, meaning Huntley would be in, and I don't think that bodes well for him against a tough Rams defense that is playing like they need to to get far in the playoffs. Um, and like you said before, um, Ian or uh, alluded to, I like this matchup between Cincinnati and Kansas City. I think it could be a high-scoring game, and that comes down to, you know, the team that has the ball last winning the game. And so that just means a high score for the quarterbacks, and that's why I'm going with Joe Burrow. Fair. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to the second question. We have a tr- triple option right here. Pollard versus Arizona. Jerry Judy versus the Chargers. Or Myers versus Jacksonville. That is... Jacoby Myers. Kobe Myers. Versus Jacksonville. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Keone, who do you have for this one? So, I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. because, and Although, I mean, I don't imagine I would play any of these guys, really, unless, like, you're really desperate for your flex spot, which is kind of rough going into this championship week. But some, I, that, might, that might be the case for you. So, um, it's I would choose Myers because of the team they're facing. Like, Jacksonville is, is the worst matchup. Um, for Pollard, it seems like Zeke has somewhat regained the backfield if he ever even lost it in the first place. 
Um, and unless they're really far ahead, which I don't think they will be against Arizona as much as they were against Washington, it's going to be Zeke's, uh, Zeke running the ball a lot. Jerry Judy, he has Drew Locke at the quarterback because it doesn't seem like Teddy Bridgewater is coming back. That Again, sorry, that would be the only other piece of news that we didn't get to. And we've seen how Drew Locke plays at quarterback. It's not great for the rest of the team. Um, and then Myers faces the Jags. Myers faces the Jags, <laughs> um, who have averaged um, – uh, um, and he is Myers has averaged over nine targets per game over the last three games. So I just have to go with Myers kind of by default. Fair. Uh, Ryan, do you agree? Disagree? I agree. Myers, 34 targets last four games, guaranteed workload. He's not going to score. We got over the fact. Um, might not even get that many yards, but the targets are there. That's what you need, especially in PPR leagues. Yeah, I, I got to agree, too. The only other one I would think about right now is Jerry Judy because, for some reason, the Chargers um, like to not show up against division opponents. It's a, just a weird thing. But if Drew Locke's in there, then it's hard to trust him. And Jerry Judy, these past four games that he's played, wide receiver 68, 30, 51, 154, 50. So hasn't, hasn't gotten past... 10 points in any of these weeks. Uh, I got to go with Myers as well. It's just the best matchup, but it's, this is not a strong start. This is not, I'm full throttle starting Jacoby Myers. It is. Shout out to you making the championship. That is your flex play. Really? Bravo to you. Yeah. You had to have somebody who just got injured or something (laughs) like that. You gotta have like James Robinson in your flex. Mm. So that's going to be the trifecta. Next one, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell versus Houston or Deonta Foreman versus Miami. Give me San Francisco running back versus Houston, baby. Jeff Wilson Jr. or Elijah Mitchell. You know, I got to stand up for my boy. Thank you for letting me win that bet. Um, Listen, Houston, I know they came off a huge win versus the Chargers. San Francisco is fighting for the playoff lives. They kind of blew the last game. They're going to come out. I think Debo has a strong game. Uh, even if Garoppolo doesn't play and it's Trey Lance, I think they'll even be even more run-heavy. And Wilson and Mitchell have both shown over the last couple of weeks, or, well, Mitchell before he got hurt, shown he's explosive. Wilson has really been chugging along, looking better and better each week since coming back from injury. I think San Francisco is a good start. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Uh, the Texans are the second-worst fantasy defense against uh, running backs. They average uh, they average about 22.5 points to the running back position. Meanwhile, the Dolphins are only giving about 14.5. Even if Debo Samuel is taking uh, eight, it seems to be Debo's getting like eight rushes per game about that. Even if he takes eight away from that, uh, Elijah Mitchell has a very good chance at getting a touchdown with how he- run heavy that team is. So that's who I'm going to go for. So I think we're all in uh, like agreement on all of these uh, because I would go with Elijah Mitchell as well if he plays um, because I think with him on the field, he kind of steps in front of Jeff Wilson um, and they do face Houston, like we said, who sh- shown to be a incredibly vulnerable defense. We saw what Jackson did last week, which he pretty much was the lone bright spot for the Chargers in that game. Um, and Mitchell can get the job done. I mean, he has four games over 100 rushing yards this season and five touchdowns in nine games. Um, with seven of those having 17 or more carries, so that's a ton of um, a ton of work 
uh, for him. And Miami's front is really stepping up. Like they're one of the reasons why they're on such a big streak. They're going to go 10 and seven, baby. Um, and I think Tennessee is going to have to rely on AJ Brown, which they should in order to score. Uh, meaning, and then Foreman might rush for a touchdown, you know, if they get in the red zone or they get close to the goal line. But I think La- My- Elijah Mitchell has a better chance against a worse defense if he plays. So that's why I'm going to go with Mitchell. You got to remember too, um, Ryan Tannehill rushes inside the inside like the five yard line a surprising amount over these mm. years. So it's not it's not a weird thing to see Ryan Tannehill have a rushing touchdown or two rushing touchdowns. True. So um, I'm actually going to use this to plug our Twitch Ooh. streams. We actually have a start sit question in our Twitch stream right now in the chat. Ooh. So we're going to add this one off the top of the dome. No research involved. It is four players. God. AJ Dillon versus Minnesota. Kareem Hunt at Pittsburgh. Kyle Pitts at Buffalo. Or Cam Akers at Baltimore if Cam Akers plays. Wow. AJ Dillon. Easy. Instinct. Um, man, Kyle Pitts versus Buffalo. That's a really good defense. Buff- I think Buffalo is just gonna shit all over the Falcons. Not gonna be fun at all. Um, they, that might they might score zero points. Um, I think Cam Akers is too early to put him in without seeing how he is. He looks as kind of explosive from the drills I've seen. Um, I don't even remember the first guy you said, but or second guy you said, but Kareem AJ Hunt. Dillon, huh? Kareem Hunt. Going against the Steelers? Yeah. Right? No, yeah, AJ Dillon. Give me AJ Dillon. I'm looking up how many carries Dillon has had these past couple weeks. Oh, I don't want to play any of these guys because, yeah. I I can guarantee you I will not pick Kyle Pitts, and you'll understand why in a little bit. I mean, he did have a great game last week, but they are going against Buffalo, and that you just can't do that. You cannot play him against Buffalo because it's just – they could possibly, yeah, get zero points. Like Ryan said, that's a definite, like, um, cream hunt is coming off an injury. Plus they have, um, they have the chub train, you know, and he gets better in the second half of the game. So I don't know how much they're going to use Kareem hunt in the game. <sighs> the, um, you, who was the fourth guy you said again? Cam Akers. Cam Akers, yeah. I don't like that's a thing where it's, Ryan brings up a good point. Are you going to play him? That's a really like a faith pick right there. That's like a you're putting him in the game, hoping he, you know, is back to form and, you know, he had his mir- miraculous like recovery, like a, like a John Cena or like he ate a Sensu Bean or something. I don't know. But Sony Michelle is still there. If Sony Michelle wasn't there and came at, Cam Akers was coming in, then maybe. But Sony Michelle is there and he's. I don't think they're going to take away, you know, his starting workload. You know, he might get a few carries cut into, but I don't think he's going to get a, a ton of work lost to Cam Akers coming in. Um, you know, I don't necessarily like putting, I don't want to back AJ Dillon, but I think so I AJ might have Dillon, to. Uh, AJ Dillon's numbers, uh, 15 touches versus Chicago, eight touches versus Baltimore. He did score a touchdown. And then 12 touches versus Cleveland. So he is getting a little bit of work. It's definitely not what it was when Aaron Jones was out. Uh, Aaron, well, because he got 20 touches versus the Rams. But um, 
I'm going to go definitely think Andrew Dillon. Better offense, Minnesota isn't that good. Everyone else scares me. So, whoever asked that question, I'm sorry. Okay, so here's I'm gonna here's my two things. <laughs> you're you're either hoping for kind of a miracle with, and you're just like kind of saying like screw it, and then you're going with Cam Akers if that's the type of play you want to make. That's the that's the definite hail mary pick of these guys. Or you're really hoping that um, Green Bay gets so far ahead that they start using Dylan Moore, which is a potentially likely scenario. But regardless, I think I have to go with Dylan just by default. The only thing is Kareem Hunt. The Steelers are not a good fantasy defense Mm -hmm. against running backs. And Kareem Hunt, when he's in, has like a true role there. AJ yeah. Dillon is more of the change Backup. of pace guy. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt is more of he's more of a pass catcher, but he is also like we can run with it, like they're confident in him. It's just he didn't I don't think he practiced this Wednesday. The thing is also is that yeah, since he's week seven, he's only played two games and really I don't even think he's finished either game. So it's like it's hard to put this guy first week back and think that that's the, yeah, that's the that's only a thing. strong play, you know? Uh, reading here, he's off the COVID list, but he's still not practicing because of his ankle. So just by default, I think I got to go with A.J. Dillon as well. Great I, question. I would love to put Cam Akers in. Um, it's just very scary to have somebody who tore their Achilles in their first game back after they especially since they already have uh, Sony Michelle, who's doing really well for them. Like if anything, if K makers is going to come back on a snap count for this first game. So I think that'll do it for our start sits. Um, let's get into our dreams for the week. And I feel like I'm dreaming all the time. So our dreams for the week are people who we think are going to, um, overperform where they have been for this season. Maybe a, a a running back two is now going to be a running back one this week. They're gonna they're gonna outperform. So uh, Keone, why don't you get us started? Well, I mean he's been performing well all season, but I think it's more of just like perfect place, perfect time, and he's back, baby. DeAndre Swift. Oh, no, um, it couldn't have come at a better time in your fantasy in your fantasy championship of all games. Um, it looks like he's going to be the the starting back as he should be. You know, he practiced in full um, on Wednesday, and he is like I think the undisputed Lions MVP this season. All due respect to um, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's been doing great, you know, the past few weeks. But they're going against the terrible, atrocious, downright garbage Seattle team. I wasn't ready. I know. I'm sorry. It's hard to host and have the sounds. I know. If anything, we can do it in post, but it's all right. Um, they're one of the worst ranked defenses in terms of uh, fantasy points against the uh, the running back. They've allowed um, 26.3 um, fantasy points per game, which is nearly six points higher than the league average. And in the 10 games prior to getting hurt, Swift averaged 19 touches per game, which in- including receptions. So that means he catches the ball a ton. In fact... He has the highest targets per game among running backs with 6.4 and the highest average receptions per game with five. 
And that's including up until this point. So he was on pace to just blow out everybody else if he stayed um, healthy. Um, and they might not have got, uh, might not have Goff, meaning they might have to rely on their best player, which is DeAndre Swift. Um, and again, even though St. Brown is there, I think he held down the fort so Swift could come back and, and lead the charge. So DeAndre Swift. I do love that pick. Um, mine has to be uh, somebody who's been lighting it up these past couple weeks, and that's Jalen Waddle. Um, in these past, since week eleven, he's averaging eighteen point six fantasy points. It's only behind like Cooper Cup. Um, and then he is going against the Titans this week. The Titans are the second worst defense against opposing wide receivers. Um, it's a perfect storm. Um, along with that. In his past four games, he literally keeps increasing by one target. He went from nine targets to 10 targets to 11 targets to 12 targets. So let's see if he gets 13 targets this next game. It's very possible. He's clearly transformed into the main option in uh, down in Miami. And uh, I think he's going to be red hot again for a fifth game in a row. So Jalen Waddle's my pick as my dream. Ten and seven, baby. Yeah, like he's uh, he's one of the main reasons why they have that chance. If you spoke it into existence, I'm I don't want it to happen because like I don't really care about Miami, but I'm rooting for you, bud, because you, you did say it early in this season, right? So. This is the one time where I feel like I beat the I beat the rest of like you know something the media has now been like oh they're you know they've gone seven in a row. It's like <laughs> I've been there since you know it was I was the OG. So, Ryan. All right. My dream for the week is Damian Harris. And I'm going to give you a two for one special Patriots defense and special teams as well. Uh, so let's go to Harris real quick. In his last nine games, 133 rushing attempts, 685 rushing yards, and 11 touchdowns, uh, which averaged out to be 15 attempts, 76 yards, and 1.2 touchdowns per game. If you're telling me I get that against the Jags, I'm going to be pretty happy. It's probably going to be even more. I Man, I think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, in my notes, I have insert Bill Belichick's record versus record QBs here. I don't actually know the number. They show on every broadcast. You'll perfect. see it soon. But it's going to be a blowout. It's in New England. It just came off that huge loss versus the Bills. Um Jags also allow the six month rushing yards or I mean six month rushing touchdowns this season and their offense sucks. So two for one special right there. I play both of them, especially also in like deep, um, daily fantasy, you know, pair them up. That's a good stack. Mm. <laughs> uh, Bill Belichick is 22 and six against rookie quarterbacks during his tenure. Great job, buddy. I'm proud of you. So I knew um, you would know it. You know what? That's what he. That's what he's still doing it for. He was just waiting for you to, uh, to be proud of him, and now he'll finally <laughs> retire with his seven championships. I was talking. I was proud about you, bro. I was oh. trying to give you a compliment. No, no, fuck you now. I try to be nice and be the good guy and give you love because I know you're underappreciated as a producer, and you don't get to be on the screen as much, and you don't talk as much on the podcast, and you finally get some love, and now you just try to be a dick. I wasn't trying to be a dick. <laughs> oh, well, now you can finally retire because you're proud of him. No, fuck you. <laughs> I, Damn. I thought we were having a good time. Shots fired. Not, well, 
Now everyone in the podcast can see how you, all the podcasters can see how you treat me, bro. I thought it was a, I thought it was a loving, like we're just ribbing each other. Well, are you gonna retire from the podcast now that I said that you're, you're a great potter? No, I'm, I'm cocky, so I don't mm. need, I don't need the praise. Fair. All right, that'll do it for our dream segment. Let's move on to <laughs> nightmares. I know, right? Speaking of things moving, like turning from good to bad. Oof. I know. Damn, Ryan just hurting me. <laughs> well, since I'm since I'm already on fire, I guess I go first this time. Uh, my nightmare for this week, championship week, is Kyler Murray. Uh, since his return, he's one in three, averaging or sorry, completing only sixty three percent of his passes. Four touchdowns to three interceptions have been sacked seven times. They're going against a red hot Cowboys defense that makes big plays. Uh, ten turnovers. They have, four, they have forced ten turnovers in the last three games. Um, I just don't love this team without Hopkins. I think Kirk could have some big plays, but I really think this Dallas defense is able to put pressure on Murray. Murray is rushing for 50 yards a game, but it's really on low attempts. Last two weeks, he's only had eight rushing attempts. He's made big plays. Um, it's just hard. This team isn't scoring like how it was in the beginning of the season. He isn't playing as well since he's come back from injury. Hopkins is out. It's hard to play him. Uh, I know you're going to have to because you probably don't have any better options on the waiver wire. But a guy like Joe Burrow, who he might be out there, he is 15% of leagues, or maybe maybe Trey Lance versus Houston if he does play. Hound, I just it's hard to play Kyler the way he's playing right now. He doesn't have the consistent guy. They're not scoring points. He's not rushing for touchdowns like he was, and he's really not throwing touchdowns either. Dallas defense is just on a different level. I think they they let 14 points versus Washington and only 9 to the Giants. So, 6 to the Giants. Might be lower than that. I like it. County? So, I'm gonna go with uh, Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry has turned out to be a real nightmare on my street. Uh, that's a Will Smith reference right there. Ah, uh, uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know they st- I know they say start your studs, but in the second half of the season, he's been a real dud, uh, if you ask me. Uh, since the bye, he has one touchdown, and he has had one game over 60 yards, and they both came in the same game. He's averaged 3.3 receptions per game over those seven games. Uh, he is the wide receiver 40 finishing five out, or yeah, uh, finishing five out of the seven outside the top 30 and one game he didn't play. Um, but yeah, he is going up against an Eagles defense that is second versus the receiver position, having allowed only nine targets each in four of their last five games. And so it helped. And I mean, that helps that they've played bad teams, but Washington is a bad team. So there you go. Um, it it all adds up to spell disaster for Terry McLaurin this week. Yep, and I'm gonna grab me a Heineke and sit on the couch and watch this ass whooping from my house, boys. Fly, Eagles, fly! <laughs> all right, uh, my nightmare for the week is um, Kyle Pitts. Ooh. It's tight end five on the year, and it feels more of a technicality, um, because the tight end position is so terrible after like the top three that you know what in order to get tight end four or five you just need to score 
six points every week and, and you're fine. Um, the weather in Buffalo this weekend is rain and snow showers. Oh, give me the under. Yeah, so we're we're slamming the under. Matt Ryan has not been good. This is definitely a run first game in Buffalo this week. Buffalo has also only allowed uh, more than ten points to a tight end once this year. It was to Travis Kelsey. He scored twelve. Everyone else has scored less than ten. The whole tight end position, like mm. that's for both games, or for it, like however many tight ends you have. Uh, Kyle Pitts this year has three tackles and only one receiving touchdown. Um, he's getting targets six or seven uh, a week, but in this week, Buffalo is way too good of a team. He's not get catching touchdowns. Matt Ryan is just not throwing touchdowns. Like Ryan said earlier, this game could be 10-0. This game could be 50-0. to zero. It could just be... The important part is the Falcons could very easily score zero. Or it wouldn't three. surprise anybody. Yep, wouldn't be surprised. I am staying away from Kyle Pitts especially, but I'm also kind of staying away from the Falcons as a whole. So, you look like you have something to say, Kearney. I uh, do. Quick question. Would I think the only maybe kind of player you would be able to play for the Falcons is Corderell Patterson. But even that's kind of a stretch. Y- yeah. That okay. that is that is true. You've kind of you've ridden him to your championship. You might as well start him still. Um, it's hard not to, but it's just going to be a difficult week. Uh, difficult week for them. It's a don't look like it's a watch after the game kind of score for sure. Yeah, Cordell Patterson is RB eight on the year mm. right now. He averages fourteen point three points. His two of his worst games came in these past two weeks. Uh, so he finally figured out mm. what he really is. Just put us, they use him so much. Just put like a spy on him. Matt Ryan's not yeah, running. Yeah. It's clearly Cordell Patterson. Who's getting the ball most of the time. True. So just put a spy on him. Yeah. Don't let him catch a ball. There you go. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's going out here. Like I'm going to follow him. Yeah. So that's just, uh, that's my nightmare for the week is Kyle Pitts. And to a lesser extent, the Atlanta Falcons. And I think that will do it for us. Uh, Keone, why don't you read the plugs? Um, the We have our website is fantasydaydreamers.com. We have tons. All our stuff is there. So if you want to catch all, go there. It's great. It supports us. Um, we have YouTube at Daydreamer Media. Uh, most of our most recent recent things have been Patreon exclusives. Ooh. So you can follow us there and sign up, support us um, on Patreon slash Daydreamer Media. You can watch and see our content, um, you know, on Instagram, Twitter at FF Dangerers, both are the same. There's some nice videos up there. And I think that's uh, all our good stuff. So, yeah, please support us if you like what you're hearing. Oh, and Apple Podcasts, other Google Podcasts, whatever. Ghana, if you're in India, we appreciate you. Um, but, yeah, podcast, give a five star review, um, leave a comment. It, it really helps, you know, send us up the, the ladder so more eyes see us, and that's what we need. So, tell a friend, all that good jazz. Like, it really, really helps us support, you know, we are a startup business that, you know, we're literally from the ground up. So any help will be incredibly useful. You can also donate directly to us on Twitch now. So that's fun. It does pop up with uh, my name, though. So it's like you're paying me, but it goes to all of us. Nice. <laughs> Stay dreaming.
<laughs> Stay <laughs> dreaming. Stay dreaming.